good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. You are listening to the spooky Halloween episode of Holding Down the Fort with me, Alejandro Soto. Thanks to Lubes, the local Fort Wayne DJ, for making this spooky tune we're listening to right now. Thank you to my guest today, the wonderful Miss Emma Magsiman. She's a local artist here in Fort Wayne. She's done a couple posters for me. You've seen them on my spot, uh, my Spotify, no, my Instagram page, if you've checked that out. And uh, you can check more of her stuff out at her page. You'll find the links to that below. Come out this Thursday to the garden. I'm playing at Uncommon. That's the gallery Olivia Ulch put together of her photography and her poems. I'm going to be playing music all night. It's going to be great. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this special spooky Halloween episode of Holding Down the Fort. Yeah, so Emma, thanks for being on the show. Hey, thanks Welcome. for having me. Yeah, this is great. It's <laughs> going to be uh, episode 16, and it's going to be the Halloween episode. Oh my gosh. Because it'll come out next Tuesday. That's so, exciting. Thank you for having me right, for your right? Halloween <laughs> podcast. I'm honestly honored. That's it's so cool. pretty sweet. Yeah, it just happened that the Tuesday I'm releasing is Halloween, so... Ooh. Yeah, spooky. I'll try to keep it uh, scary. Yeah. A little yeah, scary. Uh-huh, in the uh-huh. background. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> do some jump scares or yeah. something, maybe. <laughs> like, uh, some, dress in a nun costume. I've been seeing the commercials for The Nun <laughs> on YouTube, and like I hate oh, scary yeah. movies, and it's like uh, they even put jump scares in the trailer, and I'm like, fuck yeah. you. Don't like that. Trailers show a lot know. nowadays. Yeah. They almost show the whole movie and they don't need to (laughs) no come on leave something for me to discover like that's exactly but i I was listening to uh some uh, another podcast and it was two comedians talking about like uh, the one guy had just did an indie film like an independent film it's like you know one that's not going to make a lot of money Mm -hmm. and so they were talking about like how there are movies made that are just for the purpose of making money. Like they churn them out and like they make money. People go see them. And so I think maybe that's what the nun is. I don't know. (laughs) It's probably making them enough money. I'm sure. (laughs) I think Halloween releases actually probably make a lot of money Mm because they can mm -hmm. put them out and people kind of just want to go to the movie to get scared during Mm -hmm. the season. Mm -hmm. I feel like so. Yeah. Yeah. But that doesn't mean they're always good. <laughs> no, no, I've seen. So there was well, that. Did you ever? It was that movie. I think it was Annabelle. It was like about oh, the, doll. the doll. It was like the the. Yeah. It was a possessed doll. Yeah, classic. I didn't see it. And I went. I I got dragged along to see it in the theaters. And like <laughs> the first two thirds, I was scared. And then there was like clear. Like I saw several clear like continuity errors. Oh, that's it. Like you know, like earlier in the film, their like apartment is on like the top floor or like there's stairs going up the building and then like later in the film she's like about to jump off the top floor from her apartment i'm like wait they were in the middle of the building before the best one was like this picture like a picture got taken (laughs) and they're like hair the wind was blowing and like this it was a picture of a baby so of course the baby is like making a bad (laughs) face and then like they get given the photo and it's like this perfect headshot and I'm like, that is not the photo that they took of that wind blowing. And it just, it totally lost me. I couldn't be scared for the rest of it because so it just actually. totally poked, like the fourth wall completely fell for me. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I just know that this is a film now. I, I can't, I, I was no longer able to suspend my disbelief. And like, that's, yeah. that's like one of those things. That's one of the things I learned in theater school that like I found most interesting mm-hmm. was like when you go into a play or like a work of theater, a work of fiction, you have to willingly suspend your disbelief. And so like you go in oh. and consciously say like in your mind like or, or just like have the thought that, OK, I know this is fake. These are people that are reading lines that are written down in a script that they've been sure. pr- practicing for the last six to eight weeks. And it's going to last the runtime that's listed in yeah. the, the program. <laughs> but you have, you have to like let that shit go and like suspend your disbelief so that you can immerse yourself into the art and like actually believe that it's a real thing. Yeah. And like get, then get the emotional experience of the true work like um and so I, I wasn't able to do that with Annabelle yeah yeah that is important because you don't want to 
you, you kind of want to not be there when you're watching. A good film keeps you there. Like it doesn't take you back to your, at least for me personally, I like when mm -hmm. I disappear when I'm mm -hmm. watching a movie. Yeah, like yeah. I'm not here. I'm in this character, this story, this like moment where I can just be, I love, hey, I love movies. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That, that's definitely one of my things. But yeah. yeah. I don't like I don't like the kind of New Year's. I don't like the you know the little bits that just like you suddenly yeah you feel like you're gone like you're back mm -hmm. and you're like this is uh, I'm out here now and <laughs> this is a third perspective. I can see myself watching the TV. Yeah, I, yeah, like almost gets like kind of trippy. You're yeah. like now I know that I'm sitting here watching. Yeah. I'm, I'm watching myself watch the movie now, and I'm like, exactly. there's like too much going on in my brain. I came into this theater to shut off that part of my brain, and, and that's like, the truth. Not, and you just kicked that part of my brain right back on. So. Yeah, especially in a theater. <laughs> in a bad like, movie. Uh, that's what. Yeah, but yeah, that like letting go thing. Yeah, I think that's. That's what good art does. True. Any art. Mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So your things, you're like mainly, I know you as a visual artist. Mm -hmm. You've done some posters yeah. for some stuff for me. I have. Thank um, you. That yeah. Was, that was so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, the, uh, great birthday party. Dude, Gotta shout it, it out great. on the pod. It was awesome. Great yeah. birthday party. Yeah. Why nine? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Feeling, feeling fine, uh -huh. you know? That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, the art you did was super cool. Thank I you. like, um. Like, it, I've I've connected with a couple artists that have this like cartoony style, mm -hmm. like, and I I don't mean that to like diminish the value, like cartoon, like it's that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. It, okay. Cool. And Honestly. so like, yeah. How how'd you get into that? And like, do you consider that to be your main form of like art? Yeah, probably. I mean, illustration is just probably a basic because I do a lot of just illustration whether it's different mediums I do mostly digital because I went to school actually locally uh St. Francis I went for oh, their yeah. animation program oh yeah so I have an animation degree which is cool but not not the most useful if I'm being <laughs> honest it says animation on it so it's like really cool to show off but it, I have not gotten many jobs from it I did I've done commissions animation wise and that's okay. about it cool. but yeah you know, it's like whether I'm using paint or like I've been really into colored pencil. I think colored pencil so pretty and blending them is so mm -hmm. fun. And it's it's easy, like having paper is nice. I do like going back to paper because I was mostly trained to do things digitally. So Photoshop, mm -hmm. uh, Clip Studio Paint, all the whatever paint programs. And then yeah, yeah. I think it was I don't I don't remember what animation program we used now that I'm thinking about it because it was kind of in between times. I think people use Toon Boom now, but it's all basically, you know, your photoshops and stuff. Mm -hmm. So that's mm -hmm. like the main illustration that I think I use. I actually just use my iPad. Mm -hmm. So iPad, Procreate, Apple Pencil, um, which I highly recommend for mm -hmm. anyone who wants to get into digital art. Yeah. Because the price is actually the best when mm -hmm. you go iPad mm -hmm. even used, maybe. You could get them used. Mm -hmm. And um, Procreate's like, I think, $15, maybe $20. But that's a one-time payment. Oh, nice. Big deal. Nice. Apple, yeah. hire me. Just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah. No I, paid product placement No, here. literally. Yeah. Not at all. <laughs> um, Just like to use it. <laughs> it. I find I like accessibility yeah. for, for digital things. So I recommend it. Because instead of getting a whole you know computer or laptop mm -hmm. and then pay for you know your program's monthly is hard so mm -hmm, yeah mm -hmm. ipad recommend nice. it and they're coming out with an animation program in november oh, very excited to try cool. it actually oh, i know yeah. it's from the Ooh. same like adobe yeah because oh. procreate's adobe and they're coming out with like an ipad animation program mm -hmm. i don't forget what it's called okay yeah neat excited you'll see stuff for me when that comes out heck yeah excited heck yeah <laughs> yeah that's gonna be super cool yeah. i've been wanting to like get into doing projections and like projecting <gasps> yes for dj sets and stuff projection so, is so cool yeah yeah and like so easy yeah. uh, to do you just need a projector and like stuff to put in it the yeah. part i can't do is create the stuff to put in oh, it oh so, man yeah let me yeah, know because yeah, i be super cool i've always thought like, that would be so cool, especially when you're, you know, whoever's making, like, the, I guess, maybe animation in my case or mm -hmm. film that you're projecting. It's, like, they have to be aware of the space. Mm -hmm. It's, like, oh, that's so cool to, yeah. like, 
you'd probably have to like go to the space and like maybe take measurements and like figure out how they're going to interact. Like, mm. especially interactive projection is so mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. That's the best, like where you mm. look like you're like in it, you know, or like you're interacting with it. I've been seeing that a lot at certain shows, which I think is cool. Oh. You know, big artists, but uh-huh, we uh-huh. can make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I haven't seen stuff like that. I mean, I I'm just thinking just from like, uh, I like for, like concerts and stuff of people having like massive screens on stage and stuff and yeah. easier way to do it and more cost efficient than buying a whole bunch of led screens is buy a projector yeah um, that's and true put that on a on just on top of something so that's super cool so you got an animation degree I and did. but you said you're getting more towards like doing like physical like the like working with paper like paper and pencil yeah i think I so I started digital art honestly when I was probably like 12 or something like that really young I was like so excited I had one of like the hand like the I don't know how to explain it nowadays this is gonna age this is gonna age us but it, it was the tablets you drew on but they weren't on the screen it was like a separate USB you plugged into your computer with a oh. stylus and a pad uh-huh. and so I did digital for a really long time Oh and yeah, 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 yeah. Do you I remember, remember those? I remember a friend of mine got one of those in high school, yeah, and it super was like, exciting. "Whoa, that's so cool!" Yeah, yeah. It felt like the future at the time, it and did, now yeah. I have an iPad, and sometimes I use it, and I'm like, "My, you know, middle school self would be mm-hmm. like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what is this technology? I can just draw on the screen.' Because that was the crazy part was you're kind of looking at your computer but drawing down. Yeah, crazy. yeah, yeah. I I never got one, but always thought that would like have to be hard like kind of disconnecting was, yeah. your brain from your hand or like your visual yeah. sense from like yeah i think yeah. it probably actually i think i like worked on my hand-eye coordination a little bit over mm-hmm. time but mm-hmm. it was like definitely draining i remember it feeling mm-hmm. and just being at a computer i'd be up late and stuff mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. yeah it was those were crazy i started with that and i have just done digital and that's why i went to school for animation um i actually also did anthos for a little bit which was awesome recommend oh cool anthos to anyone who's listening and still in high school um so cool i did graphic design in the film production which is where i learned some film stuff too because i took some film classes in college which i love Mm -hmm. i loved editing and stuff um but yeah let me come back to that um i like that as i've gotten older i found that I find comfort in like the paper medium or like a canvas. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes digital almost feels, cause I've done so many commissions in the past, it almost feels very work-based. And I mm-hmm. feel like I, I get more f- like creativity flow and enjoyment for making art for myself when it's mm-hmm. actually like on paper or on canvas or I don't know, like even collaging I've done recently, which collaging is so cool. Mm-hmm. Cause as an illustrator, I can get very in my head about, you know, proportions or like, does this hair look good? Does this character even look like a human being right now? <laughs> but collaging's cool because you just kind of cut stuff out and then you get to play with it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. love collaging. That's been a new thing, actually. Oh, I like. So cool. I do a little bit of all of it because it's so fun. Yeah. And I collect art supplies. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, something I heard, I think it was... Trixie Garcia she was she's one of Jerry Garcia's kids and she said Jerry would always be bringing home art supplies and like different (laughs) colored pencils and pastels and stuff and just like things for him to play with and just to like keep creativity flowing Yeah. yeah I think that's awesome I agree I think actually one of the things that I didn't agree with when I was in college that a lot of, I think they just tell us this because they want us to be successful in a way, but I think like everyone works different and some creatives, I think it's okay to like play with mediums because boxing yourself into one thing, Mm -hmm. it's like, there's nothing better than like trying other things too when you're creative, like for your mind, I feel Mm -hmm. like, like it loose, at least for me, I feel like it loosens me up. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like I said, I did digital illustrative, very like cartoon comic book style almost for like most of high school and then into college. I did all of that. Um, but yeah, it's just like been nice to do different stuff I did not do in those years, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like still my style, same kind of creative processes, mm-hmm. but 
getting just even getting away from the screen i think Mm, actually mm -hmm, honestly mm -hmm. more than anything because that's the only unfortunate thing about digital art of any kind editing even like editing illustration i'm sure music production it just gets Mm -hmm. hard sometimes when it's you realize you're at a screen Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because it's that's frying your eyeballs out of your brain or out of your head yeah because i'm on screens a lot anyway so it's like i think it's just nice to get away from it Mm -hmm, that's why mm -hmm. i like getting back to that and colored pencils are just they're so cool like they're like they blend in a lot of different ways you can layer you can actually smudge them if you Mm. get good ones and not like cheaper ones they're Mm. like more waxy Mm. but yeah Mm. they're really fun that's a thing i've never got into so that's been fun to try Mm. something completely new yeah Yeah. that's awesome so when did you start uh drawing and like making art oh man i love that question um so i honestly my early my earliest memory of drawing um besides probably being really young and like three like that's not a memory it's like a photo my mom has somewhere you know what I mean but I used to like finger paint and stuff a lot I have very vague memories of paint on my hands um which you know I think a lot of parents do with their kids that's a normal thing but I think the one I like to say for when I realized I wanted to like be an artist and like draw and keep drawing and that drawing was something that was mine like it was always there for me um was when I was like, I think I was maybe six or like seven. And I had a bunch of, um, this is a throwback too, a bunch of like Pokemon, I don't know what they were called. They were basically just books that were like the Pokedex and it had each Pokemon, each page, they were like big and it had all their stats and stuff because obviously I was into Pokemon. Uh Um, And it was like a physical book? It was a book, and I would take tracing paper. Oh, nice. And I started tracing them, especially the ones I liked the most, and then I would, like, do... I'd, like... It was crazy. I'm actually... It's quite impressive. I should give myself a bit of credit. It kind of blows my mind. I literally... I actually... I support tracing when you're learning. Mm -hmm. Like, obviously not to sell or anything, but tracing is a great tool because what Mm -hmm. I did, even at a young age, is, like... I don't even remember. Like, I think I loved Eevee or something, and I traced it for like six you know like over and over again until I was like I know how to draw this and then I would take it over to a normal piece of paper Mm -hmm. and keep like the other one nearby so I was kind of copying it until I didn't need that one anymore cool I need that kind of drive now honestly (laughs) I had great but that was so and I've done it into like my older art phases too I remember learning how to um what was it? Like, learn how to do folds in clothing by mm. tracing pictures of, like, celebrities on Photoshop. Throw a, you know, picture in there of an outfit I liked and, like, traced mm. it. And then I was like, this makes oh. sense. I get it now. Oh, so, yeah. cool. I support that, honestly. Yeah. Controversial. <laughs> <laughs> I saw, I watched, it was something about a guy who was, like, a comic artist. And he, like, drew like modern day, like comic scenes and stuff. And he was talking about the background stuff, like all the uh, like light poles oh, and yeah. like the, the power lines and stuff. And he said that he just, he would just go out around Los Angeles and take pictures oh, of yeah. the mangled power lines and stuff. Oh, nice. And he would have those right next to him and would just, take from that when he was drawing because he was like you're, you're never gonna make all that stuff up and like why yeah. you don't have to like True. go and get a picture of that and like it was just for the backgrounds and stuff yeah. but like having he was like yeah have a reference like reference. do it right and exactly. yeah I, I thought that was pretty cool I, I liked that idea yeah it is cool references are really important actually mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. anyone who wants to get into drawing of any kind it's like that's something I think I was very stubborn about at one point in my life, which is funny because that's how I started. But there was a phase I had of like, I don't need references. Mm. You do. You need some. <laughs> you need some mm. references sometimes like for that. And like it's a, like that's a shortcut that you should take. Yeah. Like work smarter, not harder. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I know I think I've seen a lot nowadays that people will do like 3D renders of backgrounds and then like throw it into, you know, a Photoshop for their comics and stuff when you're doing mm. You know, when you're trying, especially digital, like uh, web comics, like they put those out really quickly. Mm. So a lot of those artists will like, you know, either take photos like that or like rig up something on their, I don't know, blenders or whatever, oh. whatever CGI programs, I guess you use. Uh-huh. Um, 
and then just throw it in there and like trace it. Mm. So it happens more often hmm. than I, I guess you would think, honestly, uh-huh. when you think of reference. Yeah. yeah. And like, yeah, why not do that? Yeah. Like it, it, you get to the product yeah. faster and it's going to be better. It's like just using the tools in your toolbox well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Huh. yeah. That's interesting. Just makes things easier, especially when you're trying to make art quickly mm-hmm. or you know easier like so mm-hmm. or if you're not super strong in those places like mm-hmm. i would definitely take a photo and trace it for a background mm-hmm. i'm not the best background artist so yeah mm-hmm. when well, it's like in music using a chord progression that's been used already or like yeah. like Honestly. taking inspiration from another song or like you kind of like weaving a musical idea into a song like yeah like that happens all the time yeah. and so yeah that's that's an interesting i think that's like the correlation i see with what i do and what like how that happens in the visual art world yeah it's pretty hmm. yeah that is similar that's interesting hmm. i like that actually it's really cool so you were like pretty young getting into tracing. Yes. Was that like, so you were in like grade school doing that. I could have been a little older. Like I feel like into I was like young, middle school though. and stuff. Yeah. I think it was like, I was probably maybe like, it's like somewhere between third and like third and fourth grade ish. Mm-hmm. So I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Like eight ish, maybe seven or eight. Okay. Six, cool. seven, eight. I don't know. And around that area. Uh-huh. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Cool. And then did you like keep, you just like kept at it and like kept yeah. drawing? Like I always had sketchbooks. Um, honest, honestly, big shout out to my mom because she always mm. bought me sketchbooks for like cool. every birthday and Christmas. It's a, she would always say like it's good, you know, like good to throw in a stocking or just have, you know, like. And then mm-hmm. I even if I use them later, I always had them. So yeah. sketchbooks, big shout out. Yeah, nice. sketchbooks are so important you know if you're in wanting to get better at drawing you just like and they actually really taught us that um when i was at saint francis which i thought was really cool my professors really encouraged us to like always have a sketchbook on us and like just keep you know filling them even if like mm-hmm. like you don't need to show anyone just keep you know doing little things and like yeah. trying new things like they're just great tools to practice nice. so i like the moleskins because i can kind of carrying them carrying them around they're like small mm-hmm. enough i got one right there it's <laughs> nice. like just small enough you can carry it and it's not too much and the paper's nice so mm-hmm. but yeah Heck sketchbooks yeah. Um, that's awesome definitely is how it kept going i would say mm-hmm. you know because i just had paper available <laughs> yeah yeah um and at the time when i was younger too a lot of the people in my life were very like creative like I was surrounded by a lot of musicians and a lot Mm. of artists which I'm really grateful for um and always will be because I was always just around the arts which I think was super important to like Mm. me wanting Mm. to stay with it and understanding it and loving it so yeah cool cool so like when did you feel like when when do you feel like you figured out your style like if you feel like you have figured out your style like that's the big question yeah yeah yeah. that's the question i think a lot of visual artists struggle with too Mm -hmm. because it's like some don't some actually Mm -hmm. you know figure it out and they they know it Mm -hmm. so you know it comes like quicker or they i don't know i it's so interesting because i know so many artists and some i feel like have known their style so long and Mm -hmm. some people are just figuring it out or like Mm -hmm. sometimes it's like they have different styles which is kind of where i fall into honestly Mm because i can do the cartoony um but i i also like the more kind of abstracty illustration that i do Mm -hmm. with like acrylic paints or like the colored pencils you know um so I, I've always had that kind of illustrative look to it, though, kind of like the figures and kind of like the expressive eyes. And mm-hmm. I love drawing like lips. Like most of my work is of women, but not all of it. But it's all very soft. And mm-hmm. yeah, I and like I like doing makeup and on characters, making them look very like rendered, which is really fun. I love hair. Hair is so mm-hmm. much fun because there's so many different kinds of hair mm-hmm. and shading mm-hmm. it is so fun. Um <laughs> Yeah. Did I go off topic? What was the question? Oh, oh my your style. style. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got wrapped up in talking about it. That's what happened. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I think it's just, I've always been influenced by 
you know, like cartoons and comics and animation. So I always knew I wanted mm-hmm. to do that, even from a like really young age. Um, obviously, Disney movies were always around and big fan of Don Bluth film. So, uh, you know, like All Dogs Go to Heaven, um, Secret of Nim. I don't know if you've seen any of those. Highly recommend. Don Bluth is great. Might have seen Secret of Nim. They're older. Yeah. yeah. That's the one with like the mouse and like the rats and their, uh, she's... Oh. has to go to them because like her son's huh. sick it's a book i think okay. but the animation's very good stuff's great cool. they're a little older but recommend those hmm. but yeah i think just it was always like and i would watch things like on repeat and i think that's hmm. where like i don't know especially getting interested in animation it definitely started um and the middle school anime phase that lasted not past middle school. So I'll just say that. I'll just, I'll just say I'll put it out there. Because um, anyone who knows me, I can't lie about that. Um, and I'm not ashamed of it. Because, I mean, there's some amazing anime. Anime mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. here before Disney even was born. So cool. anime goes way far back. Really? Some really old animes are really great. Yeah. Hmm. From like the 70s, 80s. Old animation is actually very cool. That's something mm-hmm. I've gotten into more recently. Um it's pretty crazy. It's been around a long time. Yeah, that's all something I've wondered about is and like how they did it back in the day. Like, I mean, I've yeah. heard about like glass pane animation right. and stuff of like the initial discovery of it. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, I think like now it's interesting since there is so much technology that makes it some uh, oftentimes easier there's this like yearning to kind of to like some people have this desire to hold on to those old methods of creating mm. um yeah like i there's a girl here in town uh who has a risograph it's sarah i, I mentioned her to mm. you because mm-hmm. it's like a printing machine oh, and yeah. it like has apparently you put an image in it and it scans it and then the machine burns a rice paper stencil and that gets wrapped around an ink drum and the ink is pressed through the stencil onto paper. Um, and so like, it's, it's kind of imperfect, you know, it's, each one's going to be a little different, but there's like a cult following for these old, I mean, they're from like the, like, maybe around the new millennium, like the, like 2000. I don't know. It looked like I saw one. It looked like a cop, a copy machine, pretty much like a big giant copy machine you'd see in an office building. Um, but like, yeah, I think it's interesting to see people like holding on to those tight, those, uh, techniques of creating that aren't like, as easy or efficient but they they hold some there's like something to that yeah that like i don't know makes it more valuable yeah that's something i actually have been thinking about a lot recently mm. like putting in like connecting that with animation 2d animation versus mm. the new age millennia of rcg i uh-huh. animated yeah. films which are also great um, I feel like I'm not trying to start any drama. I also actually don't know if anime started before Disney, so I don't. If anyone, ca- if anyone cares or Google's that, I I don't actually know. I just no wanted to go back to that point. But yeah, a lot of um, I mean, obviously studios are preferring to go CG route because it's probably easier, cheaper, faster, make money, mm-hmm. um, and they can be great. It's still a great medium. It's crazy what we can do with it. Like mm-hmm. I am not trying to diminish it at all, but the obvious shift from wanting anything to like 2d anim truly 2d animated um that's where i think actually the gap where uh studios like cartoon network and you know um there's some new ones i can't think of them off the top of my head right now but these animation studios i guess who continued to make those like because there was a mm-hmm. gap there in the 2000s where like Disney and then like DreamWorks was a thing that came along and competitors and then Pixar, obviously, but um, they're all CG, you know, mm-hmm. like all of that stuff kind of like, mm-hmm. I don't know how else to say this, but I guess around the time like Shrek one came out, you yeah, know, like that yeah, era yeah, of like, yeah. we're going to CG uh-huh. and Disney did it too. And then we dropped off of 2D. That's where like Cartoon Network jumped on the ball. And that's when mm-hmm. we have the like Flapjack, mm-hmm. which 
is a crazy <laughs> branching show. Actually, if you look at Flapjack, which great show. Yeah, I, um, I watched a little of it. I, it was crazy. It's so spooky. <laughs> hey, spooky Halloween episode. Yeah. Go watch Flapjack. <laughs> um, it it a lot of the people who worked on that show branched off and made like all of the other great mm. like Cartoon Network shows. They were all like part of the show, like Pendleton Ward who made Adventure Time, oh, and then really? I think. I don't, a lot of people, yeah. And then obviously Adventure mm -hmm. Time happens and then you get other great creators mm -hmm. um, who come out of that and then make their own shows. Um, can't think of any other off the top of my head. I think Rebecca Sugar made Steven Universe. Um, oh, okay. They're yeah. all great. I think those shows are cool because they, they really like kept the 2D going when mm -hmm. the major studios stopped doing it. So yeah. I love those cartoons, honestly. Mm -hmm. Those are a great inspiration too. Yeah. Great time. Yeah, the Shrek thing is funny because I do remember on Shrek 2, there was a special feature where they talked about the like improvement in the digital oh. animation from Shrek 1 to Shrek 2. Oh my gosh, and the yeah. big thing was the lighting. Yep. They like spent a lot of time working on like how to yeah. render like the lighting on things. And so they were like, yeah, if you look at Shrek 1, like the shadows are like the contrast is way higher <laughs> and like stuff it like it looks like kind of fuzzy or like yeah. a little fake like like it wasn't like real light cast on it and then they like put a lot of energy into that and shrek 2 was much more well lit right and like <laughs> me coming from a theater area like i was doing theater when i was young and so like tech day is like an eight to ten hour day where half of that time is spent sitting still or standing still on stage so your lighting guy can move a light so yeah. that it shines directly <laughs> on you so you better hit that mark oh when the gosh. when the show goes down otherwise you're <laughs> going to be out of your light uh and so like that I thought was really interesting. So it's funny you mentioned Shrek because like yeah that actually was a point it where was that CGI style yeah. of animation was making like leaps and bounds of progress. Um, yeah. And, and yeah, I think it's, it's maybe progressed a little, I mean, it has definitely progressed since then, but I think like, I think that was probably the major developing time for CGI animation yeah, um, was definitely. like, yeah, the, the early two thousands, like mm -hmm. the first half of the two thousands, that yeah. stuff really like, ramped yeah. up so true yeah exactly that time period because i i don't think shrek was necessarily the first but it was definitely like the big one where it was like mm -hmm. and i think that's why disney started really pushing that way because there's always been a competition between dreamworks and disney mm -hmm. and i feel like they had to keep up um and shrek is actually like a spoof of a lot of disney stuff i don't know if anyone's <laughs> yeah, noticed yeah. it's they're just fully making fun of disney oh yeah the beef goes deep <laughs> if you ever want to go down a rabbit hole it's crazy <laughs> dreamworks versus disney is nuts <laughs> but yeah shrek it is a turning point of animation <laughs> yeah and culture let's yeah, be real honestly like... love that this is where we've ended up i can't lie it's great <laughs> Yeah, so it's that that is cool. Like that observation on how Cartoon Network kept that two D yeah. style and how it did more stay in like in like TV shows. It did. Like like there aren't. I mean, maybe now there's some movies. I'm not. I'm not watching too many animated movies these days. Um, but here and there, there it seems like it's kind of a mix of the two almost now because i think there was a point in like the late 2000s where the cgi got uncanny valley oh, like i'm yeah. thinking like robots polar express polar express was the big one because that it was an actual human yeah was, was, was it tom hanks was yeah, he the guy i think so <laughs> and the kids i think that's one of the movies the kids. that people oh, say terrifying. is like the most uncanny yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> i wonder what year that came out I, I think it was like 2006 7 or 8 i think guess. that came out yeah i'd say so yeah, yeah. And and yeah, that one definitely because it was like real. It was humanoid people yeah. that, that like even like robots and stuff like that. It like yeah. they were almost. It was like they were act 
animatized yeah. <laughs> like they were animated like humans but it was like i don't know my brain did not compute Which robot that movie are we talking just about? the one that was called robots do you remember the this one... oh and, and it was like i i it was all blue gray kind of odd... in my mind oh wait is that i robot no no not the one no. with will smith no 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 uh, robots was all animated that's the one that's okay yeah, yeah i do know i had uh-huh. to like clarify yeah because the not... i robot robots are a bit scary too but... yeah yeah um no yeah. that movie's but actually that, great yeah <laughs> that movie has a very like i bet it is i bet it's a great it's good kind story. of got like a crazy um unexpected uh theme of like capitalism and how oh, it's bad really? um yeah it got i watched it this. kind of recently and i was like oh my no way it's kind of like <laughs> and there's some like you know as they do there's like a lot of random adult jokes in there uh-huh. and i was like this movie's like kind of not for kids <laughs> like you got your over huh. like because basically the whole if you ever want to watch it let's but, go in because <laughs> it's kind of nuts how it's kind of like deep and then this movie just happened and i feel like no one talked about this but yeah the whole premise of the movie is that there's robots and they need to upgrade and mm. so there becomes a monopoly man who makes these like upgrades but obviously if you can't afford them you're gonna just break down isn't that so Whoa, deep it's crazy shit. i know <laughs> robots <laughs> i gotta revisit robots i know i huh. watched it recently i was like this is got some uh themes going on yeah. that are kind of hmm. dense kind of orwellian sounding exactly. <laughs> like geez more woke than we expected yeah huh <laughs> definitely not revisiting polar express though no 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 no, no <laughs> not no. even with christmas coming up no no, no. i'll stick to charlie brown in my 2d <laughs> animations thank you very much i love that yeah and speaking of actually i wanted to throw something in here for the halloween episode mm-hmm. um a great tv show that mm. i watch every single year for halloween is called over the garden wall oh, and it okay. is a sorry i keep like smacking i don't know i keep smacking my mouth i'm so thirsty okay but this tea's great <laughs> indiana tea shout out to tom at indiana so tea. good so good um over the garden wall is so good um it's a very quick series there's only i think like 10 episodes maybe even less and they're each like mm-hmm. 20 minutes Um, But it is just the Halloween show. It was a Cartoon Network show that they aired over the premise of a week for Halloween. Oh, cool. So it's a one-off. And it's really good. And it's kind of, I guess I don't want to spoil it too hard, but it's kind of, it's basically about two kids who get lost in like a, it's called the unknown. It's the kind of in between of possibly life and death and a lot of spookiness goes on and it's so good for halloween you almost watch i feel like i kind of remember that yeah you should watch it it's good and it's beautifully made and you can tell Mm. there's a lot of love in it and the music is great cool good music which one is it on where is it hulu hulu okay over the garden wall over the garden wall and he's got he's still got time Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. watch it today if this is coming out on halloween watch it right now yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, finish w- listening to this, and then, and then go we'll launch over the garden wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, huh. <laughs> Cartoon Network did put out a lot of really good Halloween like shows and yeah, specials. Actually. They were all about Halloween. It they was were. awesome. That was. I think honestly, <sighs> yeah, we're like, the, yeah, we're the, you're twenty nine, I'm twenty eight. Mm-hmm. I think we grew up in such an awesome time for animation that I kind of feel bad for. Yeah these kids they don't they don't have there was just that time where we weren't quite on phones yet we're still watching tv and then cartoon network was right there hitting us with like you know there was the old stuff that was just kind of fun like you're i don't know like um i'll think of stuff you know from where is it like Uh, ed ed nettie courage the cowardly dog yes uh, and those are just fosters fosters home i loved fosters Uh so uh fosters is where i think we started to actually branch into like more self-aware animation because that's the thing and flapjack was that too where it was kind of like courage and stuff where it's like this is kind of spooky but also just still goofy Mm -hmm. there was a turning point and i honestly want to say it could have started it was around the time where fosters and then adventure time yeah adventure time is a big turning point because 
it's got both. It's goofy, like animation should mm-hmm. be, and it's mm-hmm. limitless, but then it hits you. I'm actually watching it for the first time right now, so I haven't oh, even nice. finished it. I'm uh-huh. in like se- season seven, where it's mm-hmm. starting to get really actually mm-hmm. real, where like yeah. the timelines start to like connect and things that happened earlier in the show actually mean something really big to this mm-hmm. plot, and you find mm-hmm. out there's actually a lot of like politics, and like starts to get very self-aware. Yeah. And that's where I think animation took another turn with like, kids and oh and it also with avatar the last airbender oh too. Man. it must be said that's one of the oh, best animated yeah. shows of all, all time, time where they uh-huh. realized that their audience who were kids were not dumb they can yeah. make animation you know yeah yeah they can make animation like a real like you know mm-hmm. it was that was that mm-hmm. time where it was kind of like yeah we can tell real stories like because uh-huh. animation should be like a medium it's not necessarily a genre you know there can be self-aware themes and adult even adult themes in mm-hmm. animation like that that's a hard thing where mm-hmm. i don't know people talk all the time about how animation gets snubbed at award ceremonies yeah. because oh, yeah. it, it's just for kids you know uh-huh. Uh-huh. it's not it's totally no. like for all kinds of things it's oh, great yeah. for horror it actually oh, is yeah. honestly Maybe. so yeah yeah adventure yeah. time's definitely a turning point uh-huh. mm-hmm. i haven't gotten that far in that show it takes um, time. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. a long one. And I haven't either. And then there's all, they've already come up with like a whole new series of it. Mm, that's like, oh, really? yeah, where they have like, um, you've got like Finn and Jake, and then they've done this like gender bent version of them <laughs> where he's a girl and he has a cat or she has a cat, <laughs> Fiona and Kate. Oh, um, which oh happens yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in the, the show, show, right? Yeah. yeah. And it's always very goofy. Like, I think it's kind of supposed to be like a, story or something written but this new series i think is like a whole dimensional thing and they there's it mm-hmm. looks amazing and i can't watch it till i finish adventure time yeah so. yeah but it is a great show and i like even without even finishing it i know that this was like just from when it came out and where animation went from there mm-hmm. is nuts yeah <laughs> it's crazy well then in that line and with pendleton ward and animation being for more than just kids have you yeah. seen the midnight gospel oh yeah so oh, great dude so good yes like and so duncan trussell mm-hmm. wrote that he like did the writing it was his episodes of his podcast that pendleton animated over and oh, that's right. so like he animated that yeah or yeah was pendleton the ward director. was like the head animator that's for that show good. i yeah. know right yeah incredible and like Gotta the animation re-watch. is great and they wanted to do another season like they had it all planned out they like were gonna flesh out more of the concepts that they put in the first season but just not enough people watched it yeah and yeah. so like he said duncan said that the executives at Netflix were like all on board. They loved his show. They thought it was super cool. They were happy they got to make it, but they were like, shit, man, we just ain't got the numbers. So we can't do you another like, sorry, man, but that's the way she goes. And he was like, well, yeah, that's the way she goes. Um, So it's, yeah, hopefully that, I mean, it got made though. So it's out there and like maybe some other studio or something will pick it up or they can do, they'll like get the rights to it and be able to do it like independently or something. And that's happened before. Oh, really? That would be great if that did happen. Uh And that show deserves, it would be great if someone picked it up because it could go. That could go for so long. So good. Um, Be cool if you could even maybe find a way to like, support smaller studios like if each episode was just differently animated by mm. different studios oh, that's something yeah. i would do like if netflix screwed you over go somewhere else yeah i don't know <laughs> <laughs> but um there's a show that started on netflix adult animation very good called tuca and birdie they're like okay. birds like humanoid <laughs> birds um it's kind of like animated broad city if you've ever mm-hmm. seen broad city it's uh-huh. you know two 30 year old women basically that's the show <laughs> and shenanigans um it's really good but it got canceled on Netflix uh-huh. and then HBO picked it up. So oh, really? season like one is on Netflix and then the other two are just on HBO. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. Yeah. They split up. Uh, but it has happened. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So maybe. Yeah. Fingers crossed that somebody picks up Mid- Midnight Gospel for a second season. So good. That concept of a podcast animated yeah. is genius. Yeah. It's so smart. Yeah. yeah. And like the way they were able to mix it together and like... Uh, when Ram Dass gets dropped in oh, there, yeah. that just like hit me so deep. So I was good. like, oh. And it came out in the middle of the pandemic. It was That's like right. April 2020 oh, that it God. came out. So it was like, 
you know, everybody was in quarantine. Watch, so true. Not, very, and very few of us were watching the Midnight Gospel. <laughs> but, but I remember feeling yeah. very existential when I finished it. And I yeah. think it's probably because that's the time period it came out. Mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. You know, I'm just stuck in yeah. the house thinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> stuck in the house thinking. Definitely. It's so good. That last episode will always kill me. It's, uh-huh, so, it's like uh-huh. so beautiful. Yeah. The whole yeah. show is so good, though. Uh-huh. And how like a plot still gets put together yeah even though they're all yeah. podcast episodes it's so good <laughs> yeah so it was, crazy yeah i good I show. love it and so hopefully and well bojack horseman that was uh, an adult animated show and like yeah. that got like that was popular enough to yeah. be seen all the way through so like so there is hope out there for this medium uh to get some more more time more cred yeah. uh, which it's totally deserved like and yeah, yeah. So that that makes me happy. I, I believe in I believe in animation. Thanks. That's so <laughs> nice to hear. Honestly, because it's like you know, it is kind of dying out. And I I that's why I am glad that I think adult adult animation is making its rounds now. I think mm-hmm. it is finally we're at that point where it's being made more often. Mm-hmm. And there is some like really accredited shows like BoJack Horseman that exist, which mm-hmm. is awesome. Because mm-hmm. I think there was a period where it was kind of just like. I don't know, like it's only Disney and Pixar and maybe mm-hmm. DreamWorks and mm-hmm. those are for kids, which even those aren't necessarily for uh-huh. kids. It just kind of ended up that way, I think, unfortunately, because yeah. they end up in like the family and kids sections mm-hmm. on your streaming sites. Yeah. And, but it's like, man, it's for everyone. Yeah. yeah. Or it was Family Guy, Futurama and South Park. Oh, what a combo. <laughs> which I like, yeah. I mean, in, in probably dec- like increasing order, there's what I appreciate that like South Park, I love South Park. I do too. Grew up actually. on that shit. I did too. I was <laughs> um, really too much into it. Actually, yeah, probably, I, probably yeah. same. Um, oh, for anyone who ends up watching this, any of I hope some of my old friends watch this one because I'm gonna put it out there and I'm just gonna say y'all know how bad it was for South Park. I think I drew some like South Park fan art, which is hilarious because then they became like self-aware recently and had a new episode where a character had like a bunch of fan art drawn. Oh my god! And I was god. like, this is too much. <laughs> it's like too self-aware because. There was definitely fan art that was drawn at one point. Uh, that's I don't hilarious. know why I liked South Park. South Park is like, there's not even, it's just, mm-hmm. it was just there. Yeah. It was always on yeah. and it was uh-huh. funny enough and the characters. Oh, yeah. There actually was, there is quite a bit of adult animation actually. Mm-hmm. We kind of grew up mm-hmm. in that time period. Yeah. Of like Futurama. Yeah. Which is so yeah. Yeah. I love Futurama. Uh-huh. Must be mentioned. Uh-huh. Actually also one of the best animations of all time. Like uh-huh. a turning point. Yeah. yeah. It's a great yeah. show. And uh-huh. Simpsons, I guess. They're... Yeah, Simpsons. Yeah. I th- aren't they still making episodes so. of that? Like, yeah. I think it's still running. It's I think ridiculous. it is, which is wild. Um, yeah. And King of the Hill. Love King of the Hill. King of the Hill. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It does fall off a little bit as you go through the seasons. Because uh-huh, uh-huh. we were watching it for a little while. And I remember we <laughs> fell off of it because I think in the newer seasons, the writers are different. But those mm-hmm, early seasons are mm-hmm, so good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Top notch. Oh, and man, I I gotta throw out Beavis and Butthead. Right. Like <laughs> I I have a I remember as a kid, we had a VHS tape that was a recording of MTV's Beavis and Butthead Marathon. So it was like an eight hour VHS tape that was, that was just full of Beavis and Butthead episodes. That is incredible. And when I would stay home sick from school, that would be put in the VHS oh. the uh, the tape player. VCR, that's what they call them. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I would just like eat Jello and watch Beavis and Butthead <laughs> on my sick day from school, and that was my medicine. Uh, uh, yeah, not, I love that visual. Yeah, right. It always it made me feel better. It does. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. Right, just an eight hour loop. An eight hour, yeah, Rewind just going it. to town. <laughs> Probably stop it and put on Finding Nemo at some point. Oh man. <laughs> Hey, Fighting Nemo is so good. Yeah. Actually, we can we can uh, pivot into CG that I like because yeah. I feel like I've been hating on it. But Finding Nemo is so mm-hmm, good, mm-hmm. especially the first one. The second one's not bad, actually, mm-hmm, either. Mm-hmm. But the music. And th- I oh, think that, that was the music. first movie that they really tried to figure out water, at least yeah. from below the surface. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I think, I think it's Moana where they said they were really trying to... Because mm. that's what Disney kind of does. They kind of make movies. They've said this before. They make mm-hmm. movies to like perfect things. Mm-hmm. Um, like Tangled, they wanted to get hair down. Um, mm. So each movie, oh. Frozen, they wanted to understand snow. 
Oh. Each movie they come out with, they've kind of tried to perfect something. Uh-huh, but uh-huh. yeah, technically that was technically Finding Nemo was Pixar, but I think Disney yeah. owned them by then. Okay. I think I can't remember, but it was still like a test on how they could make us feel like we're underwater. Yeah, which yeah worked. It's uh-huh. crazy. Yeah, I I I was a big fan of special features back in the day. Still am. I like yeah. that's something I miss with streaming is like we don't yeah. get special features or deleted scenes anymore. True. Like it's kind of a bummer because I remember one of the special features in Finding Nemo, like in Shrek, <laughs> they were talking about the progression of animation and like early on they were like trying to animate water and just and it just looked like shit they were like this is clearly animated like it's (laughs) it just looks bad and so they like sent all the different departments off for like three weeks and gave them video of the ocean and were like animate this they like gave them references and then like two three weeks later they all came back together and like played them for the director and like side by side they couldn't tell the difference they got too good at it they said they're like okay it was you know i remember one of them was a shot of like a whale it was an aerial shot of like a whale underwater swimming around and like maybe some other fish around it. And like it was distorted from the ripples and there were oh, shadows yeah. and stuff. And they like got it perfectly. And like side by side, the animation looked just like the video. And so then they had to make it look like animation again because right. they were like, we can't <laughs> deliver children yeah. a movie, an animated movie that looks exactly like the fish of the ocean. That's going to yeah. freak them out. Yeah. Freaking, uh, yeah. And, Dory and it, swimming up, but you're like, the ocean's like real, yeah. super real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They had to like put like the eyes on the front of their heads yeah. so they like had faces and stuff so oh, that yeah. like children could recognize them as That's like characters and could give them expression and stuff because you know right. like fish got the eyes on the sides of their That's head. True. Yeah. And, and yeah, it was it was like interesting that yeah, when they just worked on it, they got too good at it. Wow. It was crazy. Really yeah, yeah. And the lighting, I remember the lighting was a yeah. big thing of how like light gets refracted underwater. Um and like how the beams yeah. of light look and like the particles in the water and stuff too. They had like yeah. They the, talked about all the generators. That? There was like the light generator, the shadow generator, the particle generator, the wave generator. They had like all these programs That's running wild. to on top of each other yeah, to I like create it. this image. It's pretty cool. Yeah, so much goes into like lighting and rendering mm-hmm. when it comes to animation because it's actually kind of similar to theater lighting. It's the mm-hmm. same, you know, your three points and your, mm-hmm. you know, atmospheric, but you're basically working on a stage that's like in a computer. That's yeah, pretty much what CGI yeah. is, and you've got your character, and it's like a little theater box, kind mm-hmm. of. It's crazy. Yeah, underwater, I can't imagine all the, what is that called? Ocean snow something? I feel I like it, I almost knew that term, but the particles. Yeah. <laughs> ocean I think snow? It, snow? Like, it's snow something. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, Liv watches a lot of deep ocean stuff. <laughs> That's always <laughs> yeah, on we've the talked about that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it should be mentioned. Uh but yeah, that movie is, I'm going to have to rewatch because oh, I love being under yeah. the ocean. They get that so good. Even like the mm-hmm. deep sea with like the angler fish, I think it's mm-hmm. called, you know, that was so yeah, scary. Yeah. Just the Oof. one light and then Oof. the teeth. So yeah, good. Yeah. That re- that reveals really good. Honestly. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They, they did a good job. It was very well written. Very it was. Well it's written a good movie. one. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think it's Pixar. And hits deep. I'm pretty sure it's Pixar. Yeah, I just too. can't remember yeah. if that was when they were owned by Disney yet. That it's such a that's an interesting wormhole mm-hmm, to go down mm-hmm, rabbit hole because mm-hmm. it's like, when were they bought? And at one point they weren't. Like I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure it was like, it was probably like a Bug's Life, which is so good, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and something else. A few of them were made before Disney picked it up. I wonder. I almost want to say Disney picked it up when they made Up. Oh, okay. So I think maybe Finding Nemo was before then. Um, I would yeah, have to Google it was. That. That's yeah. crazy. Because I think Finding Nemo came out like 2004. Yeah, that definitely came out first. I just can't remember mm-hmm. if that's like the movie where they like yeah. merged or not. Because it would either have been, I think, Finding Nemo or Up. Yeah. I don't remember. I, I can't remember either. Up's pretty good too. Actually. Uh-huh. I love Pixar. Pixar is really, yeah. they do things different. Disney has a very like... Uh, all their characters kind of look similar. They have mm-hmm, a very mm-hmm. understood style and they have yeah. rules in their worlds and Pixar yeah. is a little bit more loose, mm-hmm, which I mm-hmm, think is cool. Mm-hmm. Characters yeah. are a little bit more cartoony and the stories are a bit more, I don't know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, like Disney very much has a 
like algorithm almost yeah, for their stories yeah, and stuff. Yeah. So I love Pixar. I prefer Pixar from Disney, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. they're all one thing now. Yeah. <laughs> in this day and age. Yeah. That's, so. Yeah. They're pretty much indistinguishable. <laughs> yeah. If you really get down to it. Yeah. But that's okay. It's, it's whatever. It is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's cool to see like more independent stuff popping up. Um, yeah. I agree. Like hobnobbing happened last weekend, and I didn't yeah. get to go to any of it. Me um, but it is that but is cool. Yeah, there's like a whole animation section to mm-hmm. it. I'm fairly certain. Um, and the cinema center is really cool. Like while we're on this topic of True. film and stuff, like shout out to the cinema center here in Fort Wayne for yeah. being like a small, like intimate theater. So like, true. And uh, I've. I don't know if it was there. Yeah, I saw a Studio Ghibli film oh, cool. that was made not not by Miyazaki, the guy that did like Spirited Away and like the oh, famous okay. ones, but there was like another guy who was like the other partner sure. in yeah. the studio and he did more like realism films oh, okay. and it wasn't like as fantastical it was like vignette style oh, like cool. a simple story of life like just go and have a nice day at the theater it's not going to yeah. blow your mind but it's going to be a pleasant thing to sit down and watch for yeah. 90 minutes and it was yeah it was really cool it was animated a little differently i remember there being like memory scenes that like the at like the edge of the frame was like softened and faded out and like the way that they used animation to emulate what a memory looks like in your brain was yeah. very very cool um that is cool yeah that. yeah and it's neat being able to see like littler things like that like that i think was the north american premiere of that film it had like premiered in japan and stuff like i think back in the day like 70s or 80s or something but it was the first time it'd been like released in north america and that was at the cinema center so So, yeah yeah they did the coolest stuff yeah Uh they and you know you don't get those small art house theaters very often like we would never get some of the films that we get like that for example Uh without you gotta support your art house theaters yeah. it's cool that we even have one i recently went there and saw a movie by myself which was always it's always fun mm-hmm. i love seeing movies by myself um i saw a very different movie but <laughs> i went to go see bottoms which um it's like a, a lesbian uh <laughs> like fight club movie oh yeah um, yeah i saw the I preview it. for that <laughs> it was pretty, pretty goofy it was by the same people who did like pitch perfect so it's that oh, pitch perfect right. kind of yeah. humor yeah it was good though. I kind of liked it, but very different vibe. Yeah. But so cool, and I I love how personable everyone in there is. Everyone mm-hmm. like will have a conversation with you, and like yeah. And they're they're uh, concessions, pretty reasonably priced mm-hmm. and pretty good. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. it's a great little theater. Yeah, you gotta check them out. Yeah, you can get a beer at the movies. It's yeah. awesome at that and movie. And it's not a million dollars. Yeah. Some of these yeah. movie theaters, man, it's, it's crazy. ridiculous. It really I is. Don't, I don't get concessions. I don't get popcorn at AMC <sighs> or Regal or whatever it is. Yeah, can't. Yeah, no. <laughs> It'll be $30, $40. Yeah. It's crazy. No, thank you. I know. Yeah, so support the small art house theaters. True. Like that's that's something that I definitely like to would like to see more of. Like there's there's so much like not necessarily underground, but kind of underground scenes like this that just uh, are are going, are operating, and are doing really yeah, cool stuff. So people check out the Cinema Center. Yeah, the fact that we even had a little film festival here—that's mm-hmm, that, so mm-hmm. cool. Like Fort Wayne's really making it happen. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So yeah, I know Hopnobbin's not huge yet, but they've gotten some real big names and some real great mm-hmm. movies. Kind of sad I missed it. I always miss it. I feel like it happens really fast. Mm, yeah. And I'm like, oh, it's this weekend. And it's gone. Yeah. So, but yeah. I wish she goes. I volunteered one year in college. I want to say oh, it was cool. one of their first years. And that was pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. That was fun to nice. volunteer for it. Yeah. Hmm. I think that was back when I was in college because I think some of my like peers had like films in it. Oh, I think that cool. makes sense to me. I remember watching their films while volunteering. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a while back. Nice. Maybe 2016 or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, Emma. Hey. Where can people find you on the sure. internet? Where can they check out your work? So, I, you know, <laughs> luckily I have the same username on pretty much everything. It's just my name. Mm-hmm. It's Emma Magzaman. Um, and I thought about changing that because it is my legal name. But you know what? <laughs> 
I've stuck with it. So you can pretty much uh-huh. find me by looking up my name. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> you, make it easy. You can find it all just under my name. I should come up on Instagram. I should come up on, uh, I think Instagram is what I use mostly. I'm going to be honest. I don't mm-hmm. think I post much. I think a Twitter will come up. Um, mm-hmm. And possibly a Tumblr, but mm-hmm. I don't post on those as often, but I should. Mm-hmm. I probably mm-hmm. should, but uh, mostly mm-hmm. Instagram. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And people can contact you for commissions. What sure. kind of stuff do you do? Um, I can do illustrative stuff. So like for you, I did a posters. We can do um, char- any character designs you might want. I love character design. Very fun. Um, or like portraits. I could do like pet portrait. Pet portraits are always fun. Mm-hmm. Those are always good Christmas gifts. Just saying. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I like doing portraits actually. It's fun nice. getting a, you know, a picture of someone and making them a little cartoon mm-hmm. is cute. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I don't know if I've necessarily got the time right now, but I'm open to discuss with anybody, but I have done like animation commissions in the past mm-hmm. i've done like two films for people before which oh, was really cool, cool. they're both very like sweet both of them were for like couples which oh. was cool about like how they met and stuff oh really so those are on youtube my name might come up on youtube too i think i might have some like animated stuff on there mm-hmm. but yeah i can do some stuff yeah cool. just uh hit me up uh dm conversation uh, meet yeah. for coffee if you're local love a good coffee mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. sweet so, yeah. Well, thanks for being on the show. Thank you. Pleasure for to have me. you. That was so. That was such a fun conversation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I learned Just some discussing. good stuff. Oh, good. I'm glad. I hey, I'm always down to talk about film and animation mm-hmm. and all the things. Uh, yeah, and happy Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, everybody. <laughs> yeah, happy, watch yeah. over the garden wall. Yeah, you must. yeah, you yeah. Must. Give out some candy. Yeah. Go get some candy. Go get spooky. Yeah, do it. Hope you get in. Or jump if in a you're pile going, of leaves. Yeah, jump in a pile uh-huh, of leaves. Or if uh-huh. you're going out, ha- be safe uh-huh, and hydrate uh-huh. when you're drinking and mm-hmm. uh, be sexy, hot, and cool. That's happy right. Halloween. That's right. Yeah. Uh, my, my three rules, <laughs> uh, be safe, be cool, have fun. Right, right, right. Do right. those three and it'll yeah. be a great Halloween. <laughs> it will. Hey, thanks for having me on. This was so fun. Absolutely. Let's do it again sometime. We should. I'm down. Sweet. Yeah. Righteous. Thank you, Emma, for being a great guest. I really enjoyed that conversation we had. I look forward to doing it again sometime in the future, and I look forward to having you do more art for me. She uh, is a really good artist, and uh, if you need her to do anything for you, hit her up. Uh, It's about that time of year to be doing the gift-giving, so why not do it in a unique way and and, uh, not support that bullshit system that we have been bestowed with called capitalism fuck it fuck capitalism i said it okay there we go it's all out so give emma your money instead of uh walmart or target or macy's or hobby lobby those are the only four that i can think of right now so i'm just gonna move on from that and uh yeah, so this Thursday, come on out to the garden where I'll be playing some music at Olivia's uh, art gallery. If you haven't already, go listen to the last episode. She was my guest for that one, and we had a great conversation about the gallery that she is showing this week. Uh, it's, yeah, two days from the day this comes out on spooky spooky halloween and uh i'm really looking forward to it i think i'm doing one or two other things this winter on the down low but other than that i'm going to be hibernating for the next couple months god willing so uh yeah if you see me out and about say hey if you're listening to the show i appreciate it There's more podcasts than we know what to do with these days so if you actually chose to listen to mine appreciate it uh i'm sure there's i know there's better ones out there um i listen to them a couple of them and uh i'm happy that i got some people listening to mine so yeah thanks thanks for listening and take care of yourselves out there drink enough water uh try to get some vitamin d as the days grow shorter it's uh Eight, just after 8 o'clock right now and it's completely dark outside it's really fall it's really here um, and it's pretty nice it's actually a pretty good fall so uh, take care of yourselves and I'll see you next time oh 
Also, check out Emma's links down in the comment in the uh, description below. Yeah, that's a good thing to do. Uh, go give her your support. Yeah, okay, now goodbye. Trader Vicks. His hair was perfect. 